two months is more than enough when you are about giving about three hours of study every day. Mm. Two months is more than enough. And people are either strong in one of the two who are applying for business analytics or coming here. They are either good in English or mathematics. So you could just have a balance seeing whatever you are good in and invest less time there. Welcome everyone to the Tech Guide Podcast, where we give actual advice to those wanting to break into tech or looking for their next gig. We have Arpita Mongol on the podcast today. Super excited to have you on. This will be a great one. Thank you, Ryan. Super excited. Yes. And I'm really excited to peel back the onion on a master's in business analytics. That's what this conversation is going to be about, just your advice on it. But before you got your master's in business analytics, you actually got your degree in ocean engineering which I think is so cool. Can you tell us a little bit about like the curriculum that you like took to get this degree and just experiences with it? The ocean engineering was more related to fluid dynamics and physics. I had my interest in physics and mathematics and the reason why I pursued the degree. But the scope was very limited. And during mm. my undergrad, I started exploring various other fields. That is when I developed my interest in analytics. Interesting. So it was a little bit of a narrow scope and then analytics came along. How did you like know that you were interested in analytics? What was there a time, moment in time? Yeah. So I would say my undergrad college was in a really less proximity. And mm. so I relied on online shopping for a lot of my requirements. That's so I was really intrigued by the recommendation systems or whatever it was. So I wanted to actually understand how this works. Mm. So when I researched about it, that when I'm buying a product and how is it recommending me something that I might be interested in or a similar product and what is the algorithm behind it. So that is how I developed my interest into analytics. That's interesting. And so how did you then, because I'm curious, so you get this ocean engineering degree, but you're now like interested in like business analytics. How did you identify then that you wanted to get your master's? Was it just like the most natural next step to breaking into analytics or kind of take me through that process? No, I would not say it was the natural process because before even taking the master's degree, I was working as an employee in analytics and I climbed my way to being one of the managerial position in a mm -hmm. very less time. But the thing I always had in my mind was if I wanted to apply for good positions, I always felt like a barrier in myself that I never had a formal education. So mm. I did all the uh, coding courses by myself, like through Coursera or other online courses I relied on. It was just self-learning. But I, I always felt something like maybe having a formal education, I could deepen my understanding. And uh. coming to US always opens up a lot of opportunities. So the reason I applied for a master's. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, I, I kind of want to talk about that as well, like the opportunities that are in the United States. Um, can you talk to us like what, like just from like an insider's perspective, obviously I've been in the United States forever. Um, this is just where I'm born. Like from an out, like going to the United States, I mean, like why is there such like a, like a desire for that? Or like, why are there more opportunities here? Do you think? Uh, I think most of the innovation, especially in the tech field is right here. Like currently mm -hmm. also in San Francisco and especially the program is in San Francisco, the one that I'm attending. It opens up a lot of networking opportunities for me. So just going there, talking to a bunch of people who are in tech or who want to do something in tech, 
it just gives you an idea what is the future about it and where mm. you could invest your energy and you're not just left in behind and pursuing something which had been there for like 20 years ah that's super interesting so and you're in san francisco of course where like it's so prominent like where the tech world's at um are there like other cities that people I, I, new york's another one that comes to mind where people like want to go to um but yeah what are like some of the cities that people typically try to get into or go to i, I guess? think boston as well but most of the jobs i would say are in san francisco and new york and then another one is chicago that is mm. currently like a lot of tech companies are establishing there as well interesting so let's talk a little bit more about this master's degree. Like what goes into the applications of getting your master's degree in business analytics? So I applied during the COVID time. So at that time, there were a few universities we ha which had an uh, optional GRE requirement, but yeah. otherwise the application process consists of a GRE or because it is a business analytics course, which is offered yeah. by business schools for most of the universities. They also accept uh, a GMAT scores. So I think to get into good colleges, this are two, one of them could be fulfilled. It's not hard and fast to have both of them. And apart from that, it's like usual uh, statement of purpose. There would be a few questions which are specific to the universities or the kind of program that you're applying to. Interesting. And then you wait for your... Yeah. Um, studying did you do for... Oh, I studied for about two months wow. because... Yeah, because GRE, English is not my first language and GRE has a lot of English questions mm. and vocabulary related. Yeah. So that was something I had to really study. And mathematics being my strong, I didn't have to study much for it. But Yeah. How did you determine, so someone's listening to this, they're like, yes, I want to get my master's in like business analytics. I understand like how I need to get in, the tests I need to take. What advice would you give then for those people to study? Like how should they plan to like study should they do two months is there a, how would you advise someone i to think for it? two months is more than enough when you are about giving about three hours of study every day mm. two months is more than enough and people are either strong in one of the two who are applying for business analytics or coming here they are either good in english or mathematics so you could just have a balance seeing whatever you're good in and invest less time there do a lot of practice papers. I think that helps a lot because just studying does not really improve this code. Doing a lot of practice papers. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your work experience when you were applying. What is the importance of having previous work experience when you're applying for these roles? Do you need to do it? What's the importance of it? I think it is not a requirement, but it is really a good thing to have. For example, I had a work experience and I was quite comfortable with the programming languages that is Python and R. So the course was smoother for me. Plus, during the curriculum, when we face that they're talking about some applying some of the methodologies or some frameworks, since having a work experience prior in the field, I knew what I did wrong. So many times I encountered this that, oh, maybe in my job, I would have done this after doing this thing and the results would have been much better. So it's, it's not just grasping things, okay, maybe this thing exists. The way you grasp things become different, that incorporate, maybe you were applying this, but mm -hmm. this so-and-so thing you were doing wrong, and maybe it was not supposed to be implemented there. 
you could have improved upon your analysis or the impact by applying this, doing this instead. So that was really good for me. Yeah. I'm so it was really valuable for you just in the sense of you've done this before. I know what this is. And you're able to, when you're actually doing this coursework, you're like, oh, I should do it another way. It sounds like. Yeah. Interesting. But from an application's perspective too, do like. Not a requirement from an application perspective, because in my program, there are people who come from, even from the marketing background, without any prior experience in coding or the analytics per se. It's just the interest maybe in the business, but they want to complement both the, the business degree with the technical experience because that is where the era is going. It's just about data. Yeah. So from the application perspective, it is not a requirement and they teach you enough that in a very good way that if you didn't have any prior experience of coding, you are still able to grasp it. Mm. I think that's really neat to, to be able to do that. Like I said, I come from a marketing background. So being able to go to one of these programs where you're able to just basically hop in into analytics, it's like you just said, like analytics is such a huge field right now. And it's really important to, to actually understand the, what this analytics is saying and being able to get a master's in. Yes. I'm also curious. So you graduate in two days. It's June 15th right now. You graduate in two days, June 17th, which is so awesome. Congratulations. I'm curious, what were some of the courses that you took in this master's program? Or was there any projects that you worked on that really stood out where it was really fun or what stood out to you with this program? Thank you. First of all, the courses um, that I took was like the courses does not have much of the flexibility as the program is offered in San Francisco. The college is back in Davis. Mm. Uh, But the courses that are offered are really good ones because uh, in the initial, they would cover the statistics basics foundations, which yep. for people like me coming from an ocean engineering background or people coming Sorry. from a marketing background might not have studied. So the the start is very nice, I would say. But after that also, they cover courses like causal inference. It goes by the name of information insights and impact. Uh, and we have courses on machine learning and big data. Then there are a few business courses, which are like organizational structure and analytics decision making. And then there are a few electives where depending on what you want to pursue later on, you could, you have a choice. It was people analytics, then supply chain analytics, Sweet. applications, domains. So this was the courses majorly that we covered. On top of this, most of the courses have project works within, which mm. was really a good because and the project choices entirely upon the students, whatever they want to pursue in a group of three or four people. So the industry that you're interested because analytics is a field which almost every industry have a job opening for that or a requirement for that. So whichever industry a person is interested or the project they want to do, they are free to pursue that project. Yeah. Can you talk about like some of the projects you worked on while you were in school? Uh, Sure. So I worked two projects that come to my mind. One was pharmaceutical data. So I was interested to maybe enter the healthcare. So Mm. I scraped data from one of the uh, online pharmacies and did an analysis of predicting the prices of medicines just based on the descriptions or the diseases they are meant to uh, deal with. That's sweet. Another one 
on top of that, we, my team also worked on predicting the substitutes of a medicine. What happens is one of the medicine and the manufacturer is quite famous and people know about that medicine. The medicine, just the prices of that medicine rise very high. Instead, there could be a substitute at a very low cost for that. So we predicted that as well. So this was one of the projects. So uh, the good thing about this project was that we scraped the data on our own. We developed the models. It was an end-to-end -end project that the team did. That is so, so sweet. I'm curious now, like what advice would you give to someone that is going through a master's program? Like what advice do you, because it's hard, like it's really challenging. So what advice yeah. would you give to someone to One get through One thing it? I forgot to mention earlier was that the program also have a practicum project going on during mm. the entire duration, which is similar to the capstone projects that business schools have for MBAs. So during the entire course, you would be doing a project with a firm. So for example, I was, uh, during the 10 months of duration, I was doing a project with Qualcomm. So, which again is a very good exposure. Oh, amazing. What was the program with Qualcomm that you did? Because Qualcomm is obviously like a humongous company. So yeah, not in details, but I could mention it was more of a market research project regarding the branding. Mm -hmm. So it again did not, they again did not give us any of the data. It was how do you enhance the branding of a certain product in Qualcomm. Uh, interesting, interesting. And going back to that question again as well, that was like great insights, like the projects you work on, the practicum, but like, yeah, like what advice do you give to people to get through a master's program? I would say it would not be easy, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it would be rewarding. Just finishing the assignments on time, networking with people and yeah. paying attention to the classes. I think it was not that difficult, but you won't have a life outside more or less because you would always be occupied with the assignment classes and your practicum project. Interesting. What are the, like the networking opportunities that goes on within a master's program? Uh, it is not within the master's program per se. Obviously, you meet a bunch of different folks and you get to work with them because all yeah. of the projects that we did, most of them were like half of them were individual assignments and half of them were in groups. And the groups mm. are formed on a random basis. At times, you self-select the people you want to work with. So it's a mix of those things. You really get to understand how to work in a team, in, uh, like in a team setting where you don't know anybody and people coming from different cultures. That's so you actually don't know how to communicate things over the time you learn those things. Apart from that, being in San Francisco, there's a scope to go and attend networking events because a lot of them just keeps occurring all across the city. I'm going to be visiting one, for example, tomorrow. So, and apart from that, the MBA program also is offered in San Francisco. Mm. We once visited Davis campus where we connected with other GSM folks. So this are the networking opportunity. Yeah, that's so, so cool. Well, congratulations on graduating two days. That is a huge accomplishment and something you should definitely be proud of. I want to hit on one more topic as well. Um, you talked a little bit before this master's program is you did a lot of self-learning. And you like learned a little bit of that analytics by yourself. That's really what prompted you to get the formal degree. 
Can you talk to us one about like self-learning itself? What's the importance of self-learning if you are just wanting to explore areas or just, yeah, what's the sure. importance of self-learning? Okay, so uh, back in undergrad, I think in my sophomore year, I just was sure maybe that I do not have much of scope in ocean engineering. I started exploring different fields and there used to be various competitions in my college. One of them was data analytics. So I just participated in the competition and I understood the problem statement and there were a few seniors. I communicated with them. They asked me maybe this so-and-so course would help me. One of the course that the first course that I did in analytics was analytics edge on EDX. That was mm. the first course, which made it very easy for me to understand what exactly it is and what I'm signing up for. <laughs> and after that, I kept on doing such courses and every summer break, I used to attend, apply for internships in mm. analytics or different fields. So my first internship was in the field of analytics. The second summer break, I applied for an internship in machine learning. That's so right. this is how I explored the field. And when, once I was sure that maybe I want to take this path forward. So the flexible courses are the electives that I had in my undergrad. I opted to take those courses in the field of analytics. Mm. Plus the online courses. And I feel the certifications really help because... Uh, in today's era, it's not more about the degree. It's more about knowing the things and yeah. certifications definitely help. Like when you have online courses, a huge pool of online courses, it's not necessary to have a degree. Yeah, that's interesting. I love that the point that you just made. It's not necessary to have a degree because there are so many ways to learn and just making those projects. Once you do learn something, analytics, maybe doing a project on it. We talk about that a lot on this podcast. I'm curious, did you, what, what courses did you take or what platforms would you push people to talk, to go look at? Is it your Udemy's or whatever they're called? Yes. Row, I yeah. think the three most important three uh, platforms that I opted for is and, uh, Udemy. Yeah. These are the three platforms, which were my go-to platforms. Apart from that, there are certifications offered by AWS and Google. Yep. So those are really good ones. And Geeks for Geeks, HackerRank, they always provided help with respect to some coding thing that I'm facing issue with. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I, we're going to wind down the podcast here. This has been awesome. I have loved talking with you about just like what the master's program entails. And I know the audience is getting a ton of value from this. What advice would you have more to people that are wanting to do well in their career? I know you're going to be leaving and doing amazing things here in two days, but like just gen general advice for young people, what would you give them? I would say focus on the skill building when you're in the initial phase of career and always mm. network and communicate. Just not going behind uh, the names or the brands, but focusing more on the skill building and learning. I love that. I love that. Well, Brita, thank you so, so much for joining us today. This was an awesome episode talking more about the master's program and what people can expect. So thank you so, so much for joining us today. Thank you, Ryan. It was great.